Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win, and support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ. Invesco QQQ is proud to sponsor this episode and even prouder to provide access to innovation for the last 25 years. Basketball has had innovations over the years, too. We're seeing the game played in new ways every day. Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello. Oh, hello there. <laughs> Welcome to Norris and Parker Sketch Therapy, episode four. I'm Sinead Parker. And I'm Katie Norris. And uh, we're both on our periods. Yay! Yay! Well, I'm about to come on, I think. I feel it. My, my flies mm-hmm. are undone. I'm yeah. uh, very bloated. It's a very hot room. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm getting sort of quite uh, hot. Um, and a bit cranky today. Yeah, a little bit cranky, a little a bit, bit sensitive. sensitive. I am very sensitive today. Um, this is because today is the two-month anniversary of my breakup from my boyfriend. Oh, uh, so it's a bit sorry. of a milestone. Uh, I, should and... have, I feel like I should have brought you something when we met up today. Um, like I should have worn a veil, a black veil, or brought you a wreath. I, I know. know. You didn't yeah. tell me. You're just telling me now. No, no. I feel like a terrible friend. Well, I feel like I should have had it in my diary, the two-month anniversary of Katie's breakup. And... Yeah. You should have known, Sinead, but now you're making this all about you. Uh, Fine. So, sorry. Um, Continue. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I actually am uh, dealing with uh, my breakup in all the cliche oh, so ways. Sorry. Thank you, mate. Thank you. Um, I went out in Brixton uh, on Friday night. I bought an LBD, um, went dancing. Um, mm-hmm. I slut dropped and, and nice. peace. Yeah. Even um, better. So I don't know what that says about me, really. Loads um, of good things. So just, just I mean, my break vagina, more importantly. So well, I mean, you, yeah. I, I, I slut dropped. Yeah. Um, so I, I I moved towards the floor and in the I moment my of legs kind of open with in the moment the of spreading and floor. wearing shapewear. Yeah, yeah, and peed. How much pee? Uh, are um, you talking? Enough to ruin the night. <laughs> <laughs> Why? Like an actual? I carried on dancing. Oh, absolutely, but the night was ruined anyway. I was too drunk. <laughs> anyway, and so that was Friday night, and mm-hmm. then on Saturday night I had a couple of red wines mm-hmm. with some friends. Um, um, they know about. Um, the anniversary. They put it in their diary. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, they've actually texted me today to see if I was all right. Oh, really? Um, and cried on them and then texted my ex-boyfriend um, and then went to bed and then woke up to a really nice reply. Oh, because he's the nicest man. He's the nicest man. That ever, ever lived, lived and yeah. ever will. Yeah. Anyway, so how are you, Sinead? Um, my week's been okay. Um, there was mm-hmm. drama at work. Oh, right. As usual. I was supervising and I lost the keys to the restaurant. Okay. Um, now, I didn't know this, but apparently this is a big deal. I was supervising. I just supervised a 40-person ballet party. and it the, just, A ballet party? It was just mainly water and ice cubes for the, for the main course. Um, <laughs> Someone had a salad, I think. The pig. Um, a big party. Yeah. Um, and it had all gone really, really well. And then we discovered the keys were missing. And 
I, I it was just awful because they were in none of the usual places and I hunted everywhere and I hunted in places that I hunted in like the crisp box because mm-hmm. first you were thing always in the morning there. I went to the crisp box and I was like I don't want anyone else finding the keys in the crisp box um I like hunted in the toilet like the bin um I was scrambling around just like crawling everywhere couldn't find it and so I had the brainwave of going over to the security office okay to try and watch myself on CCTV to discover where the keys were um and I freaked myself out because I said to the security man, I said, the last time I remember them was me opening the chef's door. Um, the chef's door? The chef's door. The chefs have their, <laughs> sorry, chefs have their own the chef's door. at the rear okay. of the restaurant. I opened chef's door. Right. Um, and so he checked the CCTV and... I, sorry, why are you opening the chef's door? So Just, I have to open that as, right. as a really important job as supervisor is to okay. open all of the different doors in the restaurant, the front door, the terrace door and the chef's door. The chef's door. Um, and so I opened the chef's door and I watched myself back on CCTV and I wasn't on there. But after I opened the door, people were going in and out. So I, everyone was on the CCTV apart from me. So then for five minutes, I was genuinely convinced I was dead and I was a ghost. Wow, and I had a massive freak out next to the security man, just thinking, "Oh, I'm I'm dead, and I'm not on the security camera, and I'm about to ask him if I'm dead." Um, but anyway, the keys were found the next day. Right, but I was very very anxious about it because I texted my boss and I said, "If I lose the keys, is this a big deal?" I don't understand why you've not been fired. And he from said, this place, to be "He said it is a big deal. There'll be an investigation, um, and uh, we'll dead. have to change the locks, <laughs> and you're not alive." Um, so I was so anxious about it. I bought like a bottle of wine on the train home from Marks and Spencer's and I bought plastic wine glasses proper like glasses um, and then I just poured myself a huge glass of wine on a really busy train and just drank about half of the bottle and everyone stared at me and then I just got really really drunk. And um, that is why this week we're talking about booze. But first of all a sketch. This week on The Farmer Needs a Wife we meet Paddy Mahoney a farmer from County Carlow in Ireland. He is a specialist farmer who grows and sells his own potatoes. People think it's a stupid idea to only grow potatoes, but we're in a recession. House prices are down, the Celtic tiger is dead, and it won't be long now to the next potato famine. Then everyone's going to come crying to Paddy, saying, Oh, Paddy, give us a potato. Then I'll make a fortune. Paddy prides himself on his money-making skills. Paddy the pound, they call me. But Paddy has not always been the successful entrepreneur he is today. I was a bit of a troublemaker in my youth now. Bare-knuckle fighting, joyriding ponies, racing the pony in fields that were not my own. I was in a bad way. Until I met Kay. Kay is Paddy's ex-wife and first and only love. She's the love of my life now. Kay and Paddy were happily married for 15 years, until Paddy began to gamble on horses, dogs and card games. Don't waste my potatoes, you old bitch! It's a butternut squash! It was a terrible time, a terrible time now. I knew I was hurting Kay, but I couldn't stop with the gambling. Then, one night, a wrong turn. Of the cards, change Paddy and Kay's life forever. It was a Monday night. It was raining. The wind was howling. I was in the basement with the lads, listening to rebel songs and playing poker. My luck was running low, but I carried on. Hit me, hit me, hit me. Don't you think should stop now, Paddy? Said Paddy O'Reilly. No, hit me, hit me, hit me. I was out of control. I was desperate. But I had to win it all back for Kay so I could buy her a new wedding dress. I had gambled everything. My left leg, the potatoes, the cats. I said to the lads, I'm out now, lads. I've nothing left to gamble. And then, from across the table, 
I saw Paddy O'Connell watching me with a wicked glint in his lazy eye as he slowly mouthed the terrible words. What about Kay? I don't even remember saying yes, but I must have done. Because quick as a flash, Paddy O'Connell whipped out the ace of spades and bait me at my own card game. Paddy had gambled the love of his life and had lost. He then faced the agonising task of waking Kay up, packing her an overnight bag and putting her on the back of Paddy O'Connell's pantomime horse, Neve. I'll never forget the final words she said to me as she mounted the back of the pony and looked at me with her wide-eyed and unusual face. I don't want to go, Paddy. I want to stay here with you. I like the potatoes. I don't want to go with Paddy O'Connell. I don't know the man at all. And with that, she disappeared with Paddy O'Connell into the dark and stormy night. I can still hear the sorrowful tune she wailed across the moors, ringing out in the wind. Kay and Paddy now live happily in a bungalow in County Donegal. Kay says she is very happy with her new life, as Paddy O'Connell buys her fur coats and diamonds and has taken her to England. Twice. Paddy Mahoney now lives alone in a caravan, but is still continuing his quest to raise enough money to buy Kay back. He's hoping this podcast will help him replace his tragic loss. Next week on The Farmer Needs a Wife, we meet Hans, the German bratwurst farmer who accidentally ate his wife, Grut, when she fell into the sausage grinder. Drunk. So another thing um, that I've noticed about when we write sketches, we just use people, f- people's names from real life, friends, family members, because we have no imagination. Or people that have wronged us. Often people that have wronged us. Um, it's a great revenge. Um, and yeah, so that, that sketch was inspired by Auntie Kay and Uncle Paddy from Ireland. And so let's talk about booze. <sighs> well, we are currently drinking uh, a beer. Yeah. I am. I'm on the Corona Extra. I'm on a gin and tonic slancher. Cheers. Yeah. Uh, and we love booze. Me and Shane are quite big drinkers. Mm. Do you remember when, uh, 10 years ago, we used to drink uh, Blossom Hill? Do you oh, remember yeah. the classy trollops? Yeah, those the good old days. Mm. Yeah, and now it's, what, Pickpool Pinay mm. and a, a classy Chardonnay. Yeah, Chardonnay's back in fashion. I used to remember mm. thinking Chardonnay was a horrible and being like, oh, anything but Chardonnay. But apparently a nice unoaked Chardonnay is, is kind of the new thing. Wow. And that's the wine merchant bit of the show. So drinking, it always starts really well and it's always really, really fun and you have a few glasses of wine mm-hmm. um, or gins and everything's great. Mm. And then... Suddenly um, it turns. And then and there's always a turning point. Sinead, your drunk persona is, um, well, you go through many stages. Mm-hmm. Um, you go into the a stage of being a professional dancer in the club where you sort of do salsa everywhere and interpretive dance and hit the walls and get a man to dance with you and throw you around. Yeah, and but then, I've got moves that I didn't know I had and no. people come up to me and say, are you a professional dancer? Yeah. And at the time I think, yes, yes, I am a professional dancer. Um, do you remember a guy said to you in the club, "Are you? A, I could give you dance lessons and you got really annoyed and told him that you're a professional <laughs> dancer. But, but and, <laughs> yeah. So that happens, and then suddenly it's drunk ghost. And yeah. it's, Sinead, uh, are you there? Mm. Um, so maybe you are dead, I don't know. I, I know, I worry about this. Yeah. And you're just my imaginary friend. That'd be nice, wouldn't it? Oh, God, yeah. I get very sexual when I'm drunk. I'm like part mm. feral creature, mm. and, and then part, like, I think I'm sexy, but I'm I'm golem. I'm like yeah. a sexy feral golem. Yeah. Um, but there's a part of me that, I think it's like um, tequila, and no, it's... Um, Jaeger bombs and white wine uh-huh. is a terrible combination and then everything is suddenly a good idea to me like trying to sleep in bushes is a good idea mm. trying to go home with the first man I see is a good idea um, and yeah I don't know why I'm not dead <laughs> to be
honest. Or maybe I am. It's a miracle. Yeah, Yeah. maybe you are, and maybe I'm insane or have a gift. You're you're more fun. I think like as a drunk, you're you get very. I mean, you're quite mouthy and bolshy anyway. Mm -hmm. Um, Too much, some might say, but it seems to be fine for you. I think you're a very confident child. I think I Um, I, yeah, I make it work. But you, Um, I remember like just we went to when my house was having a party but we weren't invited and then you went out into the backyard and I just remember thinking why are you being super hands right now you were on like from peep show yeah you were just you were just very like sort of I think life and soul of the party and then and at some point my in own the night, electronic music <laughs> and, 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 and dealing drugs of course um, and then at some point in the night the tits come out oh my god I love getting my tits out they just come I, out do you remember when I worked in that bar in Manchester and I just get my tits out all the time and stay yeah. there and drink the cocktails but no I, I get quite um, forward when I'm drunk mm. Um, I uh, remember telling a man I thought he was really handsome and then he turned around and said I'd like to introduce you to my wife lovely um, that wasn't such a good night and then I, I, I tend to get quite sick I, it I always ends it, vomiting yeah. for you it does yeah it does and which I try I'm not proud of especially at my age um, yeah, I feel like you should have learned that by now. I know, I should have learned how to handle my alcohol. I uh, The last time I was sick was when I went to a party and Sophie Ellis-Bexter was performing um, and she was very near to me and uh, she was dancing um, to Murder on the Dance Floor and singing along. Mm-hmm. And she had like proper steps. I think she was doing like the box, the box. <laughs> anyway, she said, uh, I was screaming, I love you! And then uh, she sort of said, oh, what's your name? And then I went, Mariah Carey! And then she looked really annoyed. And then I was sick. Um I just, and, yeah, go on. I yeah. just remembered another time you were sick. I'll oh, save that. Oh, go on. Well, anyway, <laughs> yeah, save it for the next bit. Uh, yeah, no, and I was sick in the Uber on the way home, sick into my bag, sick all over my keys, sick all over my phone, um, and uh, the Uber driver still gave me five stars. That's nice. Mm. Um, no, I remember you were sick when we went to our agent's 50th birthday party, mm. and we both turned sang up all drunk. That jazz. We brought a bottle of Smirnoff, and we drank that. You sang all that jazz, and I came in and cartwheeled for the musical interlude. Mm-hmm. Like a professional um, dancer Because they the wouldn't club. let me do karaoke. Um, like a child at a child's birthday party, they were like, you, 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 next mm. time you can do it, Sinead. But also because um, you're dead. and Because uh, I'm not alive. Um, and then you were sick everywhere outside, and someone else looked after you, and everyone was going, Kate's been sick. And oh, yeah. I was like, I had, um, had been to the buffet, yeah. and was just sitting there with my food, and I was really annoyed with you, and I was like, oh, I, and they were like, you're going to have to take her home. And I was like, oh, for fuck's Such sake, a good friend. For fuck's sake. Such a good friend. Yeah, but um, I mean, I've, I've seen you been sick loads of times. I've definitely seen you been sick in a taxi. And we got kicked out of the taxi. And I remember you on all fours. Oh, no, actually, I think that was me. <laughs> I think that was me on all <laughs> yeah. fours. Oh, yeah, you were sick all over your ex-boyfriend's shoes. Um, and uh, he, he had to leave. Wow. So, yeah, there you go. Shot yourself in the foot there. Yeah, um, yeah, but you're, you're worse for the, the being sick. Uh-huh. You're um, worse for the one night stands. And then you were, yeah. Oh, really? <laughs> Do you remember when we had a one night stand together? Well, I do remember. Um, yeah. Not with each other, but we. This is horrible. <laughs> we were doing. I think we mentioned we were doing a play with Barry, the boom operator, in one of the other podcasts, and he used to say, Barry Hall, the cannibal. <laughs> yeah. He used to say, Do you take a top of shitter on stage? Um, and we were doing a play, and we were sharing a dressing room with Michelle Collins. Who kept calling you Siobhan. And no matter how many times the daughter would go, Mum, that's really embarrassing. She's called Sinead. She just go, It doesn't really matter, does it? Um, <laughs> and we were like, about, we were kind of quite heavy, depressed. We were, we were a couple of stone heavier. Then they gave us a cap and a bum bag in order to tell us apart on stage. And we decided um, to, we were going to get drunk that night and we squeezed ourselves into two really disgusting it was like velvet new look Lipstick on a pig, um, our, like, a, like tits out, Blossom Hill wine. Mm-hmm. We went to, where did we go? Black Dog Ballroom in Manchester. In Manchester. Northern Quarter. There's like certain bars in Manchester you just know, oh, pop in. Horrible. And, uh, something but we, terrible's um, going to happen. We were in there and it's quite dark and we were, went up to As the bar. A story. And there was uh, two wine merchants from Windsor <laughs> um, standing at the bar. One of them looked like Paul Weller, um, but it a was ginger. Like a sort of ginger kind of... 
Paul Weller haircut, and the other one just sort of looked like a just a nice man, um, but an older man, an older man, yeah, uh, but um, sort of slightly more normal than Paul Weller. And um, we sat on the sofa; they were buying us wine. Um, I'm sure it was very nice wine and then I turned and saw Sinead just getting off with the sort of nice looking one um, and then Paul Weller leaned in and I kissed Paul Weller and then well I suddenly... remember you said, telling me afterwards you said well I thought well if she's doing it I'm gonna have to do it. which is a horrible <laughs> is dark horrible. thought to have uh, yeah. yeah and then we Not went to nice. the hotel and it was just <laughs> it was horrible I, and, I, and I was uh, I was sick um, on Paul Weller um, <laughs> and then was sick in bathroom this is a really horrible story and then I uh, knocked on the door and said she didn't want to go home um and then we got in the taxi and then you were sick, sick in, in and out of the taxi um, yeah um, that was how long ago was that was it six seven years ago um it was eight years ago eight years ago was it the anniversary of that as well did I miss that as well yeah, you did. I'm so sorry. Um, yeah, I don't know why I think drinking is a good idea for me because I'm someone that can't stop. I have one and then that's it for the night. Mm. And then usually something terrible happens. Um, and and it's just, no, yeah. We, I mean, I wish I didn't have to drink at all, really. Yeah, I wish I had a personality Yeah. <laughs> instead. I definitely used to have really bad social anxiety and drink was like a way of having a personality. I think as a nation we drink and too yeah. much. Um, I mean... It's a it's a problem. So, oh. But I, I did dry January last year, and that was really, mm. that was really nice. I slept better. I've lost eight pounds. Felt better. It's like why do we have to drink? I'm I saying know. me drinking a cream yeah. now. <laughs> I feel like I wish I was part of the I feel, um, younger people now are drinking less. There was a report, wasn't there? And I think like 25 percent of is it like 16 to 24 year olds don't drink, and mm. they're really proud of it. They're proud of being teetotal, and mm. they go to the gym and mm. they eat healthily and they don't drink. Mm. And I'm kind of jealous, but I also hate them. I'm like just get a life and, and drink a pint and a pie and enjoy your 20s um but they're gonna obviously gonna live longer have better quality of life yeah i mean we're at that which was it 25 to 35 just the big drinkers yeah because just the impending existential crisis and sense of doom and realizing that your life hasn't turned out the way you wanted it to and your hopes and dreams aren't going to happen and you miss your ex-boyfriend and, and you like, can't afford a mortgage and yeah. you're worried you're infertile and you know that you'd probably do like there's no way you're gonna have kids in the next few years no because you're, you're not ready because you don't you're not you can't financially support we live yourself. in a shared house and you're on minimum wage so how are you gonna have children yeah and no one wants to have children with you and you pee when you slut drop and squirrels keep eating your tulips yeah so then drinking's fat and fine. your only friend is and you think you might be dead so now we're going to uh, hear a song inspired yeah. by um, our chats about booze. So after the song, um, we've got a very, very special guest that we're going to chat to. Um, we're very excited. Um, but first, a trigger warning for this song. Um, I can't sing. I'm a very bad singer. Don't undersell yourself. Um, Katie's a grade eight singer. You might have heard her lovely dulcet tones. Um, I can't sing. Um, so if you just if you don't like bad sing it just switch off maybe for the next two or three minutes if if you like bad singing then but if you like kate bush but if you do like kate bush then do listen listen ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row dreaming of something better well hello fresh is your guilt-free dream come true baby it's me geeky palmer let's wake up those taste buds with hot juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi mm. hello fresh Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. 
I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. I've had a long and stressful week. I need to let off steam. I have a white wine, and then suddenly I'm on a bender. Should I go home and show self-control? We all know it's not possible, so I go to a club in the night. So much makeup that the bouncer gets a fright. Another wine and I'm a psychopath, psychopath, psychopath Heathcliff, it's me, I'm sexy, let's go dance I'm so drunk, we should have a tequila Ow, 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 Heathcliff It's me, I'm honey, take me up I'm so drunk, I'll let you into my window Ow, 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 now I'm hungry Take her to the takeaway. Ooh, give me chicken. She's gonna eat her pain away. Oh God, it's me. I'm unhappy. Heathcliff, she's free. She's sexy. Take her home. She's so drunk. She'll let you into her window. Oh, Heathcliff. She's free, she's horny, take her home She's so drunk, she'll let you into her window It'll be awkward in the morning You're a stranger, stranger danger And you're not Heathcliff, just a man from Burnley With a big beard Now we're having breakfast, but I'm not hungry Well, actually I'm still hungry But you feel empty And now I'm going home I just want my ma And Norris I'm Helen Bauer It's Helen Bauer (laughs) Yeah, it's comedian Helen Bauer (laughs) Yeah And you've got a drink, I see I've got a gin and tonic And I'm bloody loving it And it's a diet gin and tonic So Mm. that means I'm losing weight as I drink it It's a healthy option Are you on gin? Are you a good or bad? Are you a a crier on gin? I'm a cry on every sort of alcohol Apart from beer where I get aggressive And then I cry by myself But like (laughs) any other drink It's like cry and then childhood chats I'm like, oh my god My dad's never hugged me Everyone gather around and listen Like make a party of it Oh my god, we so get much. drunk together and have dad We chats. have. We have. <laughs> have we had a dad chat. I know we got drunk together and I got 
a boob out on the tube. Oh, and then the other time when I ran into you on the <laughs> bar in South Bank and you yeah. jumped on the table to say, like you were in Jumanji or something, and you were like, oh, me, huh? I was really freaked out because like, all the people from work were on one table and yeah. you were there, my agent, yeah. and all the like, comedians. And yeah. I was really freaked out because it was an accident, but I thought you'd all come for me. No, no, no. <laughs> but you getting your tits out was one of the, my favourite moments of life ever because when I'm drunk, I get my tits out as well. Like, you said you get your tits I've out. Seen your tits. I only ever get one tit out, though, because <laughs> I've got. The- you got the tit out the other day, we got this a photo one. of the tit yeah. out. <laughs> we, we also got drunk on Sunday. Uh, we so were supposed to be doing a radio drunk. play. Yeah. Um, and the director got hit by a bus um, and yeah. the bus came off worse it did really? yes. I saw the bus because I was going to find him and I was like oh my god if that's Reese, he's dead 100% did you see was the, it the, 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 we didn't the, he'd already gone to hospital but the bus driver oh. was, was had his hands in his and um, I went up to a police officer god. and I was like I might be getting this completely wrong but I was just meeting my friend who's running really late Like, and they were like oh it's this person and I was like oh my god and then we were solemn for like 50 minutes we got a text saying there was a vicar good. serving cream teas next door and I went <laughs> I went to start a cream tea with the wicker I was being really solemn and Kate was like there's a vicar who's got cream teas go 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 and then we went to the pub and it got That's absolutely really guys. but we did wait until we got a text saying Reese is all good he's in bed he's, he's joking laughing. and I was like great and then Katie was like let's go she had her trousers off a- fanny out yeah <laughs> no, I was doing my ping pong show <laughs> I was celebrating his um- she's like I need to lighten the mood guys <laughs> <laughs> um, so that's you after half a gin <laughs> and a coffee tell us like, I was drinking worst. last night okay so th- this is like a ride over thing so what's the I want to hear have you got like a, a particularly bad drunk story I'm vomit as well but I feel like you I vomit oh, good. better I've only vomited on my face twice that's the only two times on your I've, face yeah like had a cough that wasn't a cough and it's bounced back out of like pure force oh like what like, off your own hand yeah off my own hand back onto and my face like, wow. so like you know I'm like oh cough like, like princess Diana and like put my hand up mm. and then just like Whoa. That's, it's hard it's a hard moment to was deal with was that recently with. or no not I haven't done it this year so I did one when I was like 20 and then mm-hmm. one last year okay yeah and it's a surprise and red wine Gosh, as well because yeah. it hurts like mm. but it's also like it's such a lonely moment to be by yourself, like chatting with someone, but realize you've got vomit on your face. Like mm. to then deal with that situation with like poison dignity, mm. particularly when you've already got your tit hanging out, is yeah. tense. Mm. You know, so you just got to wipe it away and pretend it hasn't happened. Mm. And what was like, the response? Oh, walk away, walk away in terror. Um, yeah, which is a shame because yeah. it's kind of a cute quality. It's like I regurgitate it. <laughs> yeah, it's like a little kooky. Yeah, like, take me to ew. prom. <laughs> yeah, I vomited in my own day. <laughs> <laughs> Why am I like I'm crazy? Okay. <laughs> Do you yeah. have many blackouts? No. I, I get awful blackouts. Um, Chanel. Is this when I got a message from you being like, <laughs> well, oh, I'm so sorry, I did so I do paranoid. something awful? I, like, I get no. really paranoid. Um, I get hangover fear and paranoia and terror. And so after the tit incident, it was all jovial and fun and games <laughs> on the tube. Um, and then I was like, oh God, I just got my tit out to Helen and we've only met twice. And I was overly friendly, over the, you know. And, and then I just sent loads. And you're not very good for applying. So I sent no, about five of going... Is everything all right? Am I okay? Oh, no. is it, I didn't, it, what, the tip wasn't too much, was it? You don't feel like, you know, uncomfortable, do you? And I think you just had one reply going, yeah, it's fine. And then that to me, that's not enough oh, to, to soothe me. So then I was like, well, Alan thinks I'm insane. Yeah, Have so you ever got you- fully naked when you were drunk? 
Oh god, yeah, we used to have naked balcony nights, me and Sinead. Yes, okay. Yeah, we used to dance to Kate Bush and um, All Saints Pure Shores. And then um, once we ran through a car park completely naked, and then where they were next to neighbours or something. Someone that I worked with told me, oh yeah, in Hume, um, there's apparently some women that run around naked in the car park, and I was like, that's me. (laughs) (laughs) We used to stand on the balcony, and I used to like smoke, and Zoe was there. I love being naked when drunk. I remember when I was like 19 or 20, I was living in Tooting, and my friend came over for my housemate who was older than us. It was his 30th Mm -hmm. birthday party. And we had this like big party for him mm. and barbecue. And I remember being so, so drunk and thinking like, people need to see my body. <laughs> like, <laughs> everyone wants to see it. I'm just going to give it to them. Because I'm overweight. So I was like, I'm, I'm body confident. I'm going to let them know that I'm okay with this so they can be okay with it. Like, no one <laughs> wanted to see it. <laughs> so I was like, I can't just get naked. I need to like organize this. So I was like... Let's have naked cigars in the garden because <laughs> this is a tradition for Billy's 30th birthday. There's no tradition to it, but I made out it was like, it was a thing that I do. <laughs> and how many people joined cigars. you? Oh, don't manage to convince my friend Louise to get fully naked and no one else. <laughs> the boys are just topless. So we were sitting there smoking cigars. And then this is when it went wrong because I was like, not everyone's seen me naked yet. I should probably walk through the house and just make sure we've all experienced this. <laughs> <laughs> so cocky <laughs> walked through the kitchen I was very drunk and I think I was trying to do like a fun like skippy thing <laughs> the floor was slippy and I fell over and I bounced <laughs> I fell I hit the ground <laughs> fell like front yeah. like so I bounced locked, back up and then wow. and then re-landed what? <laughs> from fat I'm assuming <laughs> and then next to my friend Louise has got me cradled in her arms and I was like I bounced she's like I saw <laughs> I got you. Such a lonely <laughs> moment from such confidence to be like, oh my god, I bounced. <laughs> a bit like yeah. the guy off the bus the other day. Oh my god, yeah. <laughs> it's actually really soon, Katie. So it's not funny to make fun of him. Oh, he's not dead. <laughs> he's not dead. It's just, he's just bruised. He's fine. <laughs> Good times. <laughs> Um, so you're going to be in Edinburgh this year. Yes. This time, let's do the bit where we plug the shows. Should we like be professional? Oh yeah, 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 yeah this yeah, is yeah. all because we've gone. This is we've the not podcast anything, and we don't yeah. mention anything that we do. So <laughs> Helen, you're in Edinburgh. Tell us about your show. Oh, I'm just doing a compilation show called The Pleasant Reserve every day at nine thirty somewhere in the Pleasant Dome. Amazing. Mm, yeah. How are you feeling about it? Good. I think it's going to be really fun. I'm with the nicest people doing it. I don't have to fly her, so I just have to go and show up and do it. And then great. Just, Although I'd love to see your flowering technique with the nudity. <laughs> and also, I want to know, if has, has anyone ever said, get your tits out on stage? Because I always think if anyone ever said that to me, I just would. And be like, well, Two that's over. Ago, no, really? But I, in, my, in the guy's defence, which sounds awful to say that, like, I... Like, they were super drunk in the audience, and I was trying to do, like, a heartfelt moment, and obviously it was not the right time to do it. And then I was like, everyone just give me a physical compliment. Tell me I'm thin. And this guy in the front row was like, um, you've got a nice tits. And his wife went, no, she's got a good personality. Uh, oh, wow. <laughs> I was like, oh. But um, I think I was like, yeah, no, correct. Like, my tits are great. My personality sucks. But, like, yeah, I've got such a good pair of butts. Yeah, yeah you're like, just, your tits bitching. and nothing else. But you're very yeah. beige, personality-wise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I'm just nervous. You're a little, little bit. The sound engineer Tom had to come in and sort of turn the mic up for you. Yeah, yeah. Got such a little voice. Beep, beep. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Your presence is, is, is weak. What are you guys doing at Edinburgh? Ah, well, oh. we're doing our show, Burn the Witch, at the mm-hmm. Pleasance Courtyard at ten forty-five at night. A late-night oh debauched sketch comedy, apparently, according to the flyer. 
That sounds good. I would yeah. go watch. I mean, I'm going to watch it anyway because I saw your last show and it was the best thing ever. And then I was YouTubing you the other day to try and find that song where you cover um, Don't Cry For Me Argentina and you do <laughs> Meredith Brooks, bitch. <laughs> and there is, there's like two videos of it up. I really Of like oh, people God. filming it. Really? Oh, no. Yeah. Oh, no. Yeah. Where are they filmed? They're good. They're good. They're both really good. But like, it's just not like this. Is I wanted on, there oh to God. be like a like an Where did MP3 you find those on YouTube? On YouTube. Mm. I'll send you the links if you want. Maybe we'll do them on another podcast. Yes. Yes, so well, funny. yes, Wuthering Heights is in this one that you've seen. Yes, the yeah, 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 yeah. Oh my goodness, amazing. Mm-hmm. You're going to straddle a guy during the podcast version as well. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah just get a man off the street. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mount. They'll love it. They'll love it. Yeah, they always yeah, yeah. do. Actually, no. Um, yeah, we have a bit in the show uh, where I used to get a man up from the audience and mount him and make him my Heathcliff. And um, I started doing it. And one time I accidentally got up a BBC commissioner. Um, <laughs> I got up. The boyfriend the reviewer, of the reviewer. Yeah, that was bad. Um, and I've got up someone that may have been a child that was there with his parents. Um, <gasps> and then when I clambered all over him, Katie went, oh, what do you think? And he looked at my arse and went, about three out of ten. <gasps> um, and- <laughs> Which is brutal. <laughs> like, oh. Yeah. You've got a lovely bum. Lovely bum, very cute. That child who you were assaulting doesn't know what he's talking about. His his parents just like lovingly looked at him and think, wow, we've got a misogynist. (laughs) (laughs) But we love him regardless. Well done him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) That's how I brought up my son. Um, we're really looking forward to seeing you in Edinburgh and, and getting drunk with you yes, yes. Yes. running around Edinburgh naked we should definitely do a naked balcony now that we listen to yeah, um, actually, or a naked Love Island night where we're all really quiet and respectful and wear, bikini, <laughs> wear bikinis um, and, yeah, and drink more than two breaks. glasses of wine yeah. yes okay let's do all of this that sounds great let's do it all uh, thank you for coming on our thanks podcast thanks for having me I've Aww. had a lovely time yeah. cheers guys cheers, cheers. Yes. so that was Helen Bauer um, an amazing comedian and an amazing guest. Um, so now it's time to hear. <laughs> Sorry, I've had my one gin and I feel like I'm turning into a drunk ghost. I mean, I can feel myself de- like I'm dead now. <laughs> I'm leaving the rest You've of you. turned into the, the wall. I feel like I can feel a glaze. Yeah, I just looked at you to sort of do that and you just looked at me sort of like yeah, the, 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 the eyes are glazed happening. over. I said the glazing is happening. Um, so now I think it's time to hear from um, a man who hates drinking. Um, hates me drinking um, and hates drinking in general. My father um, and I went home last week, and uh, he's going on his first anti-Trump rally in Bristol. Is he? At like, seventy-eight years old, so I came home and he made these big signs saying like "Love USA, hate Trump." Amazing. Um, yes. He never ceases to, to surprise me. That man. I know a man. Uh, yeah, uh, who can have fun without alcohol is the main oh, thing. What's that like? I know. He's been drunk, I think, once in his life. Really? He said he, he hated When he it. didn't get Kembalo. Yeah. <laughs> he went on a bender. I was yeah. like, fuck, fuck. I, t- I tried to get him to tell that story for this yeah. podcast and he said it's not interesting. Um, he said, Try he said harder. All, I, I, yeah. yeah. But then he, yeah, he said all I had to do was um, uh, pretend to be a pop star. Kiss uh, Deirdre. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The love scene. Um, anyway, so let's hear from, hear from him. Well, Katie Norris, I, I, I picked you up from school one day in glorious summer sunshine. You were you were about six, six and a half, and your brother Ben was about eight. The sun was shining, and you were sitting in the front seat beside me uh, with Ben, uh, Ben the Brains, as we called him, Brilliant. in the back seat. I say, I saw God, you scream. <laughs> no, you didn't comes from the back seat. I did! I did! I saw God! You did not. I did. I saw God. No, you didn't. God only comes out at night. 
Oh, that silent star, living drama queen. <laughs> so that was episode four. Indeed. How do, how do you feel? Do you feel less or more cranky? I feel like I. Um, I still feel. Yeah, I feel blue. Um, I need Aww. another another drink. I think. Okay. Um, I, I need to drink more. Some Blossom Hill. I also need to pee still. Some wine merchants. Um, I need to pee as well. Yeah. Do you? How do you feel? Um, less feel sensitive right. yourself. Um, or? Yeah. I um, feel classy. Thank you so much for listening, guys. If you do like the podcast, please. Um, Please like and leave a little review and subscribe. You can do that on Acast. You can do that on iTunes. Um, if you want to tweet us, we're on Norris Parker 26. Mm-hmm. Um, if you want to add me as a Facebook friend, I'm open to that. <laughs> yeah. And her address is. Um, thank you so much again. And uh, please keep listening and telling all your friends. Oh, and come see our Edinburgh show. Oh, yeah. We have an Edinburgh we keep, show. The producer keeps reminding we're us to... Yeah. Awful. That's uh, why we don't have TV careers. Um, uh, so we're on at 10.45 at night at the Pleasance Courtyard in Edinburgh. It's called Burn the Witch. It's going to be really, really good. Don't bring any under 10s. We've got one day off on the 4th of August because my brother is selfishly getting married. Really selfish. Uh, so goodbye, everyone. Bye-bye. Au revoir. Have a lovely week. Bonsoir. Goodbye. been listening to a red apple creative original podcast for more great podcasts from red apple ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row dreaming of something better well hello fresh is your guilt-free dream come true baby it's me geeky palmer let's wake up those taste buds with hot juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi Mm. hello fresh Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. The secret to visibly firmer, summer-ready skin is here. Osea's number one best-selling Andaria Algae Body Oil. Clinically proven to instantly improve skin elasticity and transform dull, dry skin to silky, soft, and unbelievably glowing. Rich yet never greasy, Andaria Algae Body Oil is formulated with sustainably sourced seaweed to help replenish the skin's moisture barrier and seven nourishing active botanical oils for results you can see and feel all over. The best part? It's signature scent. A blend of freshly squeezed grapefruit, cypress, and mango mandarin transports you to sun-kissed summer days. This all-natural scent is unforgettable. Everything Osea makes is clean, vegan, cruelty-free, and climate-neutral certified, so you never have to choose between your values and your best skin. Get healthy, glowing skin for summer with clean, vegan skincare from Osea. Get 10% off your first order site-wide with code GLOW at oseamalibu.com. That's O-S-E-A-Malibu.com code GLOW.